0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Military families are not like your traditional family. They are strong, brave, resilient, and some of the most incredible people I know. My name is Gracie, a U.S. Army brat, and I am your host. I am honored to be able to give military family members like myself a place for them to share their stories and experiences in the military life. Stay tuned for this week's guest. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Grace of Military Child and Life. Today, I'm here with a special guest, Amy. So welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hi. Good. Thank you. Yeah. So you're a military spouse. Um, tell me what it's like being a military spouse for you.
1: Well, um, I have been a military spouse for almost 15 years. My husband actually joined the Army when he was 30 years old. Oh, wow. So he, we went in Kind of late in life um and we had small children and I really had no idea what to expect when I first went in I was excited because it gave me the opportunity to be a stay-at-home mom but I didn't really know anything else and so it was very intimidating at first Yeah, learning all the acronyms learning <laughs> everything and that was intimidating but once um I kind of started meeting other spouses and other women who answered all my questions in very kind ways and kind of showed me the ropes. I really, really embraced the lifestyle. And so here we are 15 years later. I don't know how many seven duty stations later, maybe we're still living the military life. And I, I really, really enjoy it. I yeah. I'm weird, but I really enjoy it.
0: No, there are so many people who, who love it. And even, you know, probably very similar feelings going into it of being, you know, very lost, kind of unknown of what, what's going on, sometimes scared or anxious and just uh, so many different emotions, but excited at the same point because it's a huge life change. And, you know, it's just, every single emotion is running through you. And then, you know, you go through the lifestyle (laughs) and like you said, you meet people, you get to um, have all of these experiences that you treasure for the rest of your life. And, you know, raising kids in the lifestyle as well is, is always a fun one to do too, because it's, you know, showing the kids the world in a sense, right? not just your hometown. And that's what I love, Um, you know, having moved a couple times in my life. So, you know, it's definitely a fun lifestyle that is very unique and fun.
1: Right, right. It is very unique. And I am really thankful that we've been able to um, travel the whole country. I have five kids ages 15 down to five
0: oh my goodness.
1: and we've gotten to see all the um you know highlights of the usa we've seen niagara falls we've seen the grand canyon you know yeah. and everything in between because we've been able um to be in all different locations which if we hadn't been in the military i don't know that honestly we with five children we could have ever afforded to um take our kids to go see Washington, D.C. and see all the monuments and kinds of things like that. So it, it's it has been very um, a very big blessing to our family in ways yeah. I never would have imagined. I never would have imagined.
0: <laughs> right. Because, you know, especially travel is so expensive nowadays. Yes. and It's so hard to even, uh, you know, just take your kids out of school and just go. Right. Um, I right. mean, it's a little easier if you homeschool or my sister and I did virtual school. So we were able yes. to, you know, pick up our school and take it with us. Um, right. But, you know, if you're in public school, it's hard to take your kids out of school. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that the... Um, even dodea schools fall under the state laws for education. Yes. And so in Texas, we only had 18 absences that we could take. And so, you know, doing that was hard because, I mean, yes, my dad was wounded. Like, um, you know, we were doing a little more frequently traveling than, you know, the average military the family average. would have. Um, right. But 18 days adds up and that comes quick. And so right. you can't just, you know, pick up and travel and go somewhere. But because you're moving all around the country and sometimes all around the world, you're able to go see these landmarks, see these like iconic U.S. places that, you know, it's hard to just, you know, I live all the way in South Florida. Like it's hard to, for me to get all the way to to Washington. I had like, right. I did that this year and it was a full travel day 8am to 8pm like it's a full right. on travel day um and it was fun you know and it's great to do that but it's a lot easier when you're getting to to live in all of these places that yes. you know something is in a driving distance from you
1: and living in so many different states across the united states we've been able to settle into a community and I don't know I didn't know this until we started um, moving around a lot that each state city community has its own culture and yes. it's uh, its its own uniqueness and so each place that we've been has been very different but my kids have gotten to experience um, lifestyles On one side of the Mississippi River and on the other side of the Mississippi River, (laughs) in the north, in the south. And so they've been able to, you know, use that R word, become resilient (laughs) um, in experiencing all kinds of different people and locations and weather and all that kind of thing. So,
0: yeah. And that's a really good point is, you know, you don't necessarily think that there's different cultures within you Our border—it's
1: the United States, and we're right. just Americans. So you just think that until you really kind of start moving around and staying in a place for a period of time and getting yeah. to know the local people and and spending time in their community.
0: Yeah, you you know different foods, different customs, different traditions. You know, all within yes. you know, even one state is so different. You know, right. moving just in Florida alone, like South Florida, you you have the beach coast, you right. have inland Florida where it's farmland, you have right. North Florida um, mm-hmm. where it's different and Then you have, you know, so many different places. But then, you know, growing up in Cleveland, Ohio, and then moving to San Antonio, Texas, you know, nine-year-old me, when I heard we were moving to Texas, I thought I was moving to the legit middle of the desert, like country. <laughs> and then you get there and it's just like another normal city, but you've got different foods, you've like you said, you have different people. The culture is just incredible. And then moving yeah. from there to Florida, it's so different. Um, and then, you know, looking to move again, like, oh my goodness, so many different places. And then <laughs> uh, you know, just traveling all over, you know, Seattle is so different, DC is yeah. so different, Maine <laughs> is so different. I could keep going on and on, but you know, until you do that and explore the country and be able to immerse yourself in it, um, find those local spots get to know the locals like that's the real fun part of the military life
1: absolutely
0: yeah and it's fun you know uh being so north you have the opportunity to go to canada i mean you can go to mexico you can right depending on where you are (laughs) depending on what you're doing you can go to these places because it's so close and you know if you have the opportunity to be stationed in Germany. The rest of Europe is a train ride away. I've heard so right. right. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely <laughs> such such a fun and unique thing that we get to do, and we get to call part of our life because yeah, uh, not many people get to do that. And even the military community, separating it from you know the rest of the world, is the best community to be in. Agreed. I agree. <laughs> yeah, everyone just welcomes you. You know, no matter, you know, what your military life journey has been, um, new, old, like, military kids who haven't been affiliated to the actual lifestyle for, you know, I haven't been affiliated for a decade. But, I mean, my dad is always going to be Army. Like, that's just who we are. (laughs) Um, I'm always going to be a military child because that's, I mean, that's a huge defining factor in my life. Yeah. Um, and so no matter your affiliation, no matter how far separated you've been from the lifestyle um it's still that community that you can always fall back on and that's my favorite part of it
1: yeah, agreed
0: <laughs> yeah and yeah. uh, it's fun moving around and getting to meet new new friend, new friends and friends that you can call family. yeah, yeah, definitely um whenever we move,
1: I try to make the effort to get out and start meeting people. I'm not an extrovert at all, (laughs) but I force myself to be social and start um, acclimating to the community, not only the military community, but then the community that we've moved to um, just because I find it to be really important um, to have support around us um, Mm as quickly as possible. I mean, it still takes time to settle into relationships, but um, one thing I've found that has really impacted me is that when I meet people who are locals and I, I connect with them and I become friends with them, I always tell them, you know, you, you are a great uh, piece of the military puzzle because you help those of us that don't have roots here kind of experience having roots you help us um, root into the community yeah and give us a little glimpse of um, what it would be like to live in this community forever so I always feel like that's an important piece as well
0: right because the military you know while, like you said, that's a great support system to have because, you know, they understand what you're going through. They know that, you know, your spouse could or even parent could be getting up and deploying the next day, you know, right. with with no um, no forewarning. It could be like, OK. You're going on this deployment, you know, tomorrow, like, let's go, (laughs) Um, you know, things like that can happen. Um, And so you definitely need those people who understand and can be like, okay, no, I got you. Um, Like, we're going to get through this together. Um, And even people in the unit who are going through the same thing um, or in the company and, you know, things like that, that's very important to have. But, you know, finding those people who are like, no, I've been here for, you know, my entire life or I've been here for a good piece of my life. Like here are um, my recommendations on what to do. Let me show you around the city um, because the military lifestyle is very transient. Like you're not, you're maybe there for two, three years. when I moved right. to Texas, my friend, um, I moved in the middle of my fourth grade year. She moved at the end of the fourth grade year. So I've got like half a year with her half a school year at that. <laughs> like quarter of a year with her. Um, and so you never know when people are coming and going and you never know when you're coming and going. So it's really fun to, to meet those people too. Right. Right. Yeah. So what kind of challenges have you had in the lifestyle?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. Um, I, I joked with a friend right before we moved, we, we were at Fort Leonard Wood in Missouri and in June we've moved down here to Fort Bliss, Texas. And I had a great friend, um, in Fort Leonard Wood and we, one night we had gone to dinner and we came back and we were sitting in the car and we were just talking about all the crazy things that we had experienced in our military journeys. Um, and I said, boy, I, I, I had to write a book about all of this because there was just every, just the longer we sat there, we kept coming up with crazy stuff that had happened. Um, Some of it's funny. Some of it's not funny because there are legitimate challenges that I, I believe that if you weren't a military family, you were just the average American living your life who Mm -hmm. didn't really understand the military lifestyle. I don't think you would have any idea Mm -hmm. what challenges that families
0: go through. Um, It's like you're telling a fairy tale. Yeah.
1: And I don't know that they know the actual impact of, um, you have teenagers and they get settled into a community and they make friends and they have all their activities. And then it's just like, okay, kids pack it up. We got to go. And they have no say in that. Right. And they just have to pack it up and go. And that's hard. And it gets harder as the kids get older because they, they want to have stability. They want to have their friends in the neighborhood they play basketball with every day. You know, they, all of those things. And so, um, that's, that can be very hard. Um, we've had a few areas that I would say are an ongoing challenge. One is housing. Um, It is a struggle when you roll into a new duty station and they have a process for um, giving you housing. And for the first 14 and a half years of our military career, we lived on post. Um, We chose to do that because we felt like it was an easier option um, because we didn't know what communities we were moving to. Right. Um, we knew what to expect with the housing, not only the process, but the actual houses, um, size-wise, neighborhood-wise. was it, It's con- consistent across all duty stations. And so we did that. And when we moved to Fort Bliss, living on post was not an option for us. And so my husband was going to be um, leaving on rotation very quickly after we moved here. And when we rolled up first day in town and went to the housing office and they said, sorry, we don't have anything available to you, we were completely unprepared for that. And so we immediately had to start scrambling to find um, something out in the city of El Paso. I've never been to El Paso. I don't know what's a good neighborhood, a bad neighborhood.
0: Right.
1: Um, I had no idea what to do. I hadn't rented a house in the civilian world in almost <laughs> 20 years. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I have to think back to my younger days when I was a college student and rented a, an apartment. What's the process here, you know? Right. And so uh, by the grace of God, it all worked out. We found a, a great house and a nice neighborhood. We have very lovely neighbors that are very kind and helpful. Um, and so it all came together. But that's a scary situation. When you roll into a large city you've never been to before, mm-hmm. don't know a soul here, ne- never been here, I don't know any neighborhoods, and now it's like, okay, go find a house. Good luck. You know, right. I mean, that's everything you own is in your car, your kids, your pets. Yeah. <laughs> You're virtually homeless for a period of time. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's stressful. That's, that's a lot, you know. And so, um, I wouldn't consider myself an optimist necessarily, but (laughs) I I knew that um, we would figure it out, you know, um, and we would work it out and it would all come together. But there was some moments in there when that was very, very stressful for us. And also, not only trying to find a house, but my husband had a rotation coming up where he was going to be out of the country. And so... Preparing for all of that in one big chunk <laughs> was a lot to take, a lot to take. Yeah. Um, granted, I've been, I've been a military spouse for a while, so I kind of knew some of the steps to take and kind of where I could go for resources and, you know, rack my brain on if I knew. Any, it, were there any acquaintances I had in the city that I knew from a different duty station who I could connect with? You know, I had to get very resourceful in figuring it out. And it all came together, of course. But I mean, that was, that's a lot to take. And I don't know that sometimes people know that as a military family, you have chunks of time during your PCS where you are literally homeless. (laughs) You're like, okay, this is scary, but we've got to figure it out, you know?
0: Right. So, and I think that's one thing that you learn quickly as a military spouse or a military family member at that is how to be resourceful. Because yes. you can have those situations like that where you're like calling everyone, pulling every resource that you can to get something done. Yes. Yeah. And even as huge as where you're going to live. Yeah. Yeah. And that's
1: hard. I mean, I had a van load of kids and a dog (laughs) and everything that you know were our most prized possessions in the van with us and like okay we gotta make this work we're gonna figure it out you know and initially joining the military I remember pulling up to our first duty station um in Oklahoma you know same situation like pulled up and said okay we're homeless what do we do you know um I probably was way more scared then because I didn't know. <laughs> this time around, 15 years later, I'm starting to figure it out. But I'll tell you what, though. One funny thing about being a military spouse. So a lot of the duty stations we've been at have been in more remote locations. Mm-hmm. Um, Fort Leonard Wood, Fort Lost in the Woods is yes, way out there in the forest. Um, Fort Drum in New York is way out far to the north in um, northern New York. So a lot of places we've lived have been um, pretty remote. And um, so I thought when we pulled into El Paso, I didn't know a lot about it. I didn't know how big the city was, but I knew that um, there's not a lot around El Paso. It's just kind of out here in the desert by itself. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we pulled in, I said, Oh, I got this. I'm a military spouse. I know how the army works. I got this figured out. We'll pull in, get our house, get unpacked and just start living our life. Okay. We got this. And when we pulled into town and we didn't have a house and we had to start driving around the city and the city was really big and kind of overwhelming. Um, I was humbled. I was I was definitely humbled and said, okay, maybe I need to not think I know everything. This (laughs) is much more this was intimidating for me. Okay, maybe I don't know everything there is to know and I need to
0: (laughs) Just when you think you know everything, there's so much more that you're like, Oh, didn't know this one. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that definitely happened when I got here. I was humbled. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: that's what the military life does to you. And literally yes. one day, it's like. Yes. You.
1: Yes. In one and day. In one moment. It all at you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely.
0: Definitely. Yeah. It's so crazy how that can happen because literally you can go from having one plan and knowing exactly what you're going to do and how it's going to work out. And then, you know, you get there or you get a phone call or you, something happens and you're like, oh, nope, change of plans. And it's one of those things. And you never fully know until you get there, until something happens, until, you know, whatever it is unfolds. Right. And, and I think that
1: can happen in civilian life too, but with the military, it's just different because I mean, you know, your story, in one moment your your family's life completely changed yeah um you know even last night my husband just nonchalantly comes home and says oh well i'm gonna be um gone at the end of january so um i won't be here for this and that and i'm like oh okay uh i better get that on the calendar you know yeah um and that's a little thing, you know, let alone for when he, he, he comes home and says, well, got some news. <laughs> and then I find out he's going, you know, on a deployment for nine months or whatever, right. um, you know, or just other m- even, you know, bigger issues when you, ha- you know, find out, you know, you have a friend and you find out that, you know, something tragic has happened to their spouse and, right. um, you know, that that impacts you in a mental way, you know, because um, yes. you know that things can change in just the blink of an eye, so.
0: Yeah, you hold on to those, uh, those moments and you're like, this won't happen to me, this won't happen right. to someone I'm close with um two friends to to their family and then when it does it hits you and it's like oh no and it it's very much cherish the moments that you have because you never yeah. know when it's going to be gone but at and the I same think it's point always,
1: I, I think it's always in the back of our mind too yeah. like when, when you have a friend and their their spouse deploys and you're like, okay, it's not me, but you right. know that your turn is coming It's coming,
0: yeah. You know,
1: or whatever the circumstances, it's always, it is always lingering
0: in the back of your mind, like. When's it going to happen? Yeah. When's it my turn? Yeah, Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think we all have that same thing of, you know, even with moving, it's like, okay, well, they just left. When am I going to leave? Because I know yeah. it's coming up or the deployments yes. or, you know, even the slightest thing of going yes. out on a field mission, you know, right? <laughs> so right. many different things. It's like, okay, well, it's going to happen. It's going to, it's going to come up. And, you know, those moments you have to live through. And it's like, that's when, you know, you really have to persevere as a military family and just yes. keep pushing through no matter how hard, you know something gets uh because you have to look that there there's a light at the end of the tunnel and whether that light is uh you know near of okay well you know my spouse is going to come home my dad's going to come home my mom's going to come home or nope retirement is 10 years down the line like I can (laughs) see it already (laughs) right you know, so right. you have to find that that motivation, that encouragement. And that's why, like, deployment countdowns are such a big thing in the military life. Like, counting down those days until your loved one comes home or, um, you know, you'll see them again. Because that's huge. And that's, yeah. you know, looking forward and finding the positives that right. in a crazy tough Absolutely. lifestyle, it's hard to do. Absolutely. And
1: I think there's two things in that that are for me, I have found to be, be- very beneficial. One mm-hmm. is to, to try and stay positive. Look for the things to be positive and thankful for. Um, and, and that encourages my kids. It helps yeah. them say, okay, we can get through this. We can do it. Um, let's look for the things here that will be good. Right. And also having support system um, that I can't stress enough. Like I said, I'm an introvert. <laughs> and so it I got to push myself to get out there right, and, and make friends. But I think that is a huge piece of the military lifestyle for me, for my kids to have support around us um, when we're going through a PCS, when we're moving, when we're going through deployments, to have um, friends around us who can help encourage us. We can encourage them, help us stay in reality. Look for the positives, yeah. <laughs> instead of because um, it's real easy. It's real easy to get locked away in your house and say I don't want to meet anyone here. I don't want to. I don't want to bother. I don't want to get involved in my community. I'm just going to lock myself away and wait for my husband to get home or wait for dad to get home and um, that gets unhealthy very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, if there's one thing I would tell new military spouses is get out there and meet people. There's lots of ways to do that through the military. Um, lots of organizations on post that are at your military installation that, um, can offer that. And yes, you're going to be the new guy. You're always going to be the new guy. But um, when you're around other like-minded families, you really can encourage and support each other through all the hard stuff that's yeah. thrown at you, and it helps you carry that that load so much easier. And I think it's just really important to um, find community and find people um, that that you can support and they can support you
0: and your yeah. family. Right, because, you know, I will never forget, you know, the people who showed up in the craziest times where it's like, okay, if I would have called, you know, some of my civilian friends, it's like, you know, they wouldn't have been there. They wouldn't have understood, you know, those moments where I really needed somebody who actually understood what I was going through. Um, you know, PCSs, you know, those fun nights, like I will never forget sitting in an empty house with friends, you know, and how <laughs> yes. fun and memorable that actually is. And, you know, the crazy things that happen. And then, you know, we were literally moving and then we got in a car accident and had to stay oh. for five extra days. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> you know, having friends like, we don't have a house. We just turned in our keys. Like we don't have a place to live and so, you know, staying with friends and you know, people showing up to the hospital for us, you know. Yeah. So many things like that is so huge and that's like people understand like a drop of a dime. Things can change and things happen. And I
1: imagine for you when you saw some of those people who showed up in those moments, um that probably impacted you deeply. And now you show up for other people in their moments of need. I know that's happened to me. Um, I made a really good friend that way. I I saw uh, an acquaintance of mine. um, We had a situation where a spouse's husband uh, ended up getting COVID and he got very, very ill. And I watched her from a distance completely completely. Um, wrap her arms around that family and take care of them and help them. And I was like, wow, I want to be like her. I want to step up in a time of need and help other people Um, just like she's doing. So it was just so motivating for me because it was so impactful to see like how much she cared. And so in turn, I can do that for other people. And I hope (laughs) and I know (laughs) that other people will do that for me as well. Yeah. And I'm sure the people that you you saw do that impacted you deeply. And now you're stepping out and you're helping other people as well, which I think is just it's, you know, the whole um, pay it forward kind of a situation, which I just I love that. I really love that. And I think that is absolutely at the core of um, this lifestyle.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Because I think, you know, as families, you know, we're sitting at home, you know, we often feel like we do nothing, right? And our service member is out there making a change, you know, and it's a little different because, you know, for the most part, they're out on the front lines. Like we can actually see the difference that they're making firsthand. And for us, we're like, oh, we're just sitting at home, we're doing nothing. But, you know, that's not always the mindset. It's you're serving at home, you know, right. you're doing um the hard. Tasks and a lot of service members and veterans will say that families have it harder than they do because they're like, I'm just doing my job, I'm doing what I'm signed up for, I'm doing what I told to do. But, um, you know, spouses kind of have an idea getting into the lifestyle, what they're getting into. You know, you either make the decision as a couple, or you know, you have your spouse serving you know before you get in a relationship so you kind of have the idea of what you're getting into in a sense but not (laughs) you know you you (laughs) you know you're getting into the military lifestyle but you don't know what's coming for you but then kids you're like kind of just dropped into the lifestyle um and so you're but you really I think military families as a whole really just strive to serve and to give back and to um like you said, pay it forward to someone else because, you know, you've been in moments of need and you don't have family. You don't have the support system you grew up with around. And right. so you find your, your new support system and they just show up at random times. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you kind of said this a little earlier too, but if you had to give advice to a military spouse, what would you say?
1: Yeah. Um. I would say absolutely give it, give it a shot at embracing the military lifestyle. Join some of the organizations on post and meet spouses, attend some of the military events. I can't tell you how the, the feeling you get inside and maybe I shouldn't base my life on feelings, but I'll tell you what, when, <laughs> I, when I go to some of the um, events on post and I just hear him play, you know, the, the national anthem. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, hit me in the heart, you know. Right. Um, just to attend those events, to meet military spouses, to, hear, to connect with other um, spouses and hear their stories. Um, that's life-changing. That's um, very impactful. And so I would say give it a shot at embracing the military lifestyle try to look for the positive most military installations are not in great locations but every place has unique beautiful aspects to it so don't just hide yourself away at home and and miss out on opportunities you probably didn't even know were out there so that's what that's what I would say
0: (laughs) (laughs) no I love that and you know you really have to get yourself um out there you get what you give you know and if you give more and you put in that effort then you'll get it out even if you're an introvert so (laughs) it can be done it can be done (laughs) yes absolutely well thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing a glimpse in your lifestyle as a military spouse thank you Thank you for listening to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like, follow, and comment. Also, be sure to check out Instagram and Facebook at Grace of a Military Child and Life for more awesome content. For information on the podcast, Military Child Bigs and Littles, GoAMCL blog, or other resources, visit www.goamcl.org. You can also email me at gracie.com. That's G-R-A-C-I-E at G-O-A-M-C-L dot org with any questions or comments. To be a guest on the podcast, you can schedule it at wwwg dot org forward slash schedule a podcast, all one word, or contact me via social media or email. Stay tuned for the next episode where another incredible story is shared.